0: Welcome to another episode of Get Your Bag Right podcast. It's the second episode of the year. Consistency is where I'm at, and I'm clapping for myself for this. Yes, I hope this is a familiar voice you've heard in the previous episode. If you haven't listened to our previous episode, please go back and listen to it. And we are joined by the lovely lady Monam Kasi again. Previous episode, she didn't introduce herself, but this time I'm (laughs) giving her the room to tell us who she is and what she does and what she loves. Hi guys. the name is Monam Cassie Juma. branding and marketing communica- branding no communications and marketing consultant. Mm. What I love to do again within the spaces of marketing, I love to create strategies. I love flowers so I love arranging flowers, I love to spend time with my family and I also love to travel. That is just within the realm of what I like to do. Wow, wow. short and sweet. Yes so as we always do, we always have a game. So we ask questions. So the first question I'm asking is, what's the best piece of advice you have ever been given? Um, I can't remember the best piece of advice now, but the best that has been given to me. Mm. But I feel like the best piece of quotes or advice that I have learned recently is the law of humanity. Mm -hmm. From the, the book that I'm currently reading... What's the name? Uh, Everything is fact. Mm. That's what the book is called mm-hmm. by McManson. The law of humanity is essentially not to use yourself or another person as a means, but rather as an end. So, a means is uh, if I want, like the example he gave, is if I want to go and eat now, maybe I'll get into the car, get some, uh, go to a petrol station, fill the car, then go to a restaurant and then eat. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. My means are for the car, the fuel, and all those sort of things, and money, that is the means that I'm using to actually get to my end. Mm -hmm. right? The end is just me to eat, me to be healthy, Mm. me to be happy, blah, blah, blah. To be full. Yes, to be full. So now, never use another person or yourself as a means to an end. Example, I want to maybe... Uh, yeah i can use like a relationship example right like, like i want to travel and do stuff mm-hmm. i will maybe say yes to this guy who's been asking me to go out as i'm i'm using him as a means for me to travel mm. so him as being a person is my means mm. but the law of humanity says never use yourself as a means or use another person as a means So you realize now, even when it applies a lot, when you're networking, when you're going into a space to network, Mm. you have to ask yourself, Mm. am I actually doing this genuinely or I'm using the person I'm networking as a means to something else? Mm. So it's very enlightening when you're at work, when you're trying to deliver. So every situation now I'm coming across, I have to ask myself, I'm not using myself and I'm not using this person as a Mm. means. And the more you learn not to use yourself as a means, Mm the more you learn not to use other people as a means. Wow. Yes. Wow. (laughs) That was deep. That was actually deep. Mm, I think for me, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I think last year I was doing therapy. So I think one of the biggest advice my therapist gave me is, you don't owe anyone anything, and you don't owe anyone an explanation. Whatever you felt was good for you at that time, it mattered so you don't need to keep on validating, okay, you know, yeah, I did this because of this. and nah, 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 nah. No. Mm. It was good for you, and it mattered for you. True. Yes, so you don't owe anyone an explanation, and yes. So I've been actually living about that. So when I tell someone it's no, me, I know why I said no. And it mattered to me why I said no. So for you to ask me, no, why didn't you put my feelings when you're saying, I'm like, nah. No, we're not. we not giving explanation to that because now you'll sell, You start now doubting yourself. Mm-hmm. Did you make the right decision? You know, this one's for. Mm, or did I hurt their feelings? At that time, when you are doing that, you are doing it from a self of putting yourself first and putting your feelings first. So when someone starts not asking you, okay, fine, why didn't you consider me in this decision? Now it's like you're now telling yourself, okay, you're not second guessing the decision yeah. you made. Yeah. I think that was the biggest advice I got from therapy, and I've been applying it. I'm telling you, I've been applying it. I'm like, hey, hey, no, hey, me. It matters to me. I'm on the fence. I'm always on the fence with such advices. The always put yourself first because you can't always put yourself Mm. first. I feel like man does not live as an island Mm. man to mean both man and woman so there's always going to be circumstances you're going to mean to compromise yeah there are going to be circumstances you need to actually accommodate other people Mm. you have to be thoughtful Mm. so even the aspect of uh, explanation like the list example like if my mom is asking me why i said no i have to at least explain Mm. my thought process Mm. and the the point of not explaining that means you're assuming you are right so you're closing yourself off to knowledge. They might mm. not be asking you from an entitlement perspective. No, but me, no I was asked from entitlement. Those people yes. who are entitled, and then now they're yeah. like, okay. I think I had a role to yes. play, and you're like, no, 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 no. Mm. It was just me and myself. Exactly. Yeah. Entitlement definitely wrong. But sometimes mm. I feel like somebody wants to understand, okay, why would you say, like, why are you saying uh, this? Because sometimes mm. I had a conversation with somebody, and I told them, uh, you're being dismissive of my feelings. Mm. Or mm. like you, and then they ask me why are you saying that? Mm. Somebody could be like even you asking me why is still being dismissive. It's like I'm telling you, you're being dismissive. But then they want to understand, either oh, yeah, like to do better, yeah. also to understand where you're coming from. Sometimes you could think the other person is being dismissive, but they're really not. Mm. Mm. And your anger or fear or whatever is judging, mm. is clouding your judgment at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm always on the fence yeah. with those. Yeah, advising. it's always on the fence. But also yeah, communication yeah. plays a big role. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I see you say I don't want to say you don't want to explain that we're not communicating. <laughs> so no, how am I there are those ones know for where going? there are those ones for where you have okay. Now I need to take my 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 my, my response back. <laughs> those ones for where, like, mm. I'll give an example: is I've communicated to you before. I've yeah. communicated it so many times. Then this is how I feel. In the Nini, maybe you're being entitled mm. to my opinion, and then now it reaches a point where you're like, okay, this person already knows you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I already know Lynette and mm. I already know Lynette doesn't love. Like this, this, and this, and this. Like, yeah. So when let's says no, they're like, okay, so why did you say no? And you're like, my friend, do you want me to explain myself again? Yeah, true. So you're like, it's like you unapigiambozi guitar And it's usually like so much draining because you're like, hey. So are we even aligned? Because now you start asking uh, yourself, are yes. we aligned? Yeah. Are you Are our values at par? Because it's something I communicated, but it's like you're not getting it. That Now it speaks that now we're not even aligned. So you're like, yeah. okay, by the way. yeah, Useful questions. <laughs> so they should answer that you are like... Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not on the same page. Yes. Um, The next question. Would you rather be the funniest or the smartest person in the room? Smartest. Same here. <laughs> hmm. I don't I want find, to be funny. I then find no are just pleasure fun, in making people... <laughs> Are just <laughs> laughing for the sake of laughing, yeah. No, but if it to. made you money, like it's making Jogush money now, yeah, that's his career, my friend. Yeah, that means it would actually make you money because you're always the smartest person in the room. And I mean, the funniest person in the room, but he's he's also smart,
1: he yeah. up with those jokes that regardless,
0: make people laugh, but he's just maybe he could just, just be funny. I know he's smart, obviously, because of it is a pernicious period, yeah, but then he's just funny, also. Even the way he comes up with those jokes very quickly. Something has happened, though you are shy and unleash. And I'm like, huh? These jokes are just yeah, behind you. Are just behind your head. Okay. So today's episode, you're talking about our entrepreneurial journey what it has been, the challenges, the ups and downs, and what you have learned through this journey. So, if I may ask you, what inspired you to go into your entrepreneurial journey? Yes. Uh, for me, I think it was a gap. I feel like it's like almost the most cliche answer. Like, oh, yeah, I saw mm-hmm. a gap and then. Yeah, I need to fix that gap, you know. <laughs> I need to make a ch- change in the. In the oh, nene. God Almighty. Yes, it was. <laughs> so for me, I come from a tech background because I did electrical and telecommunication engineering. So when I finished campus. Um, <laughs> what? You didn't know that? I think, we ha- I, think <laughs> I knew, but yes. it was never sunk. What do you mean? You know, electrical, sang? and those are the people who fix what? zukus, those mazuku wires. That's just an aspect of telecommunication engineering, an aspect. Guy, it's so technical. It is. I was seeing my transcript the other day, and I was like, wow, oh. I did so well. So why did you change? Yeah, so when I finished, when I finished campus, actually, even before I finished campus, of course, a lot of tech people are, are very, I want to use the word creative here, I don't know if I'm using it loosely, but they come up with ideas because they have like uh, solutions. They come Mm, up with solutions mm, for mm. challenges, but Mm. with regards to the tech space. Mm, mm. But knowing the kind of people we are, when I say we, I mean the tech people again, engineers, we're not very social we're not very outgoing so most of the time we don't interact with a lot of people so we really don't get to even either communicate our solutions properly we don't have a great understanding of what actually the audience needs Mm. and most of the time we don't take feedback quite well because i've been in those uh feedback session market uh sessions where we Mm. have to give feedback to the developers and they didn't take it quite well they're like i thought this solution was so easy but then the user interface is too technical and the user just wants something simple so I think that's what I saw to be like the biggest challenge mm. in terms of innovation and what is needed in the market. Mm. So being able to understand both languages from the tech side or from the engineering side, and now being somebody who's also outgoing because I was doing a lot of events after high school, in campus, post-campus, and I was I had a very good understanding of the audiences and I had interactions with them. Mm. So that is where I ended up. More like a market solution for tech people. That is why I started. What I started, okay. it was very niche I involved. Feel, I, f- I feel like asking you. So, how did you even enroll to that class? To that course? Which class? The I course. did the course. No, which course? Engineering yes, or marketing? Engineering. It was so easy, actually. So, when I finished, um, when I was when I was in form four, right? Mm. I thought I wanted to be an architect. I thought I wanted to be an architect. Using my words very carefully. Mm. When I finished. I changed my mind. I didn't want to be an architect anymore because I understood exactly what is needed in architecture and engineering drawing or like, I, I'm guessing they call it architectural drawing on the mm. end. I don't know. Mm. Was not I was not good at that. Mm. And I knew that is basically what architects do. Mm. Plenty of drawings. So I changed my mind. I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do post that. So I said, I want to do math with IT. Mm. My parents said, because you did so well, there's no way you are doing what? Math with IT. Mm. It's either you become a doctor or you become an engineer. Mm. So I said, information technology, telecommunication engineering. So that was my balance. So I ended up in electrical and telecommunication engineering. Quite simple. Mm. Hey. It wasn't tough to choose. <laughs> it was a, hey, I'm like, huh? I'm trying to make, and then you're outgoing. I'm like, okay. It was actually, I feel like because I'm outgoing, when I've left my house, it's not something oh. that I'm constantly. So, at my core, I am an introvert and okay. I do relate quite well with that okay. aspect of the community, mm. the tech community and the creative community for me, because they also mm. come up with solutions and all that. Mm. So, that is what I am at my core. Mm. I and mean, then now there's the other aspect now of me being able to, to now relate with people, you know, being vocal, mm. you know, be, being able to create a story and talk to people. That's the other thing. Okay. Okay. They jail now. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. So, what inspired me to start my entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. Wow. Me, for me, let me tell you the honest truth it was COVID and I was born in the house. That was it. That's also another, we both have cliche yeah. answers, right? That was <laughs> it. T- hey. But I feel like that's where like, good ideas came up. Let me. T- even p- if people who know me mm-hmm. and they tell me, oh, they look at me and they're like, eh. Hey. Even guys we used to work with before, like when I meet with them, because some of them I still talk to, they're like, ah, oh, the Lynette who was working in corporate banking, investment banking, and the Lynette now are two different people. This mm-hmm. one I don't know. This one I don't know. Which is actually true. Even me, sometimes I'm like, this is this is this is just my my other side, which I'm also exploring. Beautiful. Which I'm also exploring and also coming to learn. But for me, it was deep in COVID, and I was bored. So ideally, what happens when my brain needs to, 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 to do some work. Yeah, My brain needs to function. My brain needs to learn something. So I remember that time was a time when I was finishing my master's. And I was like, okay, now I'm finished with this one. I think I was just doing my 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 last exam and I'd already done my project. So now I was finishing and I was like, it's now COVID. Classes are now being held at home. One. So I'm bored. I'm not going to work. And I think my contract had ended. So I was looking for another job. And I was like, there's no job that is coming because we are deep inside COVID. COVID yeah. So I was now like, okay, fine, Lynette. Now what are you going to do? And an idle mind, I was so idle for such a long time. And I was like, uh-uh. let me start doing this thing. Let me see where it leads me. And that's how I started. Just like that, cute jokes too. As you tell people these things are just jokes. Most of the things yeah. I've done are just out of jokes. Even like the financial planner which I sell, that was purely jokes. I'm telling you, purely jokes. Like said, which planner, by the way. Yes, it is. If you yes. haven't gotten your copy, you should do please, that. Please, please do. Please get the financial planner. So that one was also started out as as a joke. I remember I was babysitting Mama Bima's child. I'd gone to her place and I was babysitting the um her daughter. And then I told Mama Bima, eh, hey, see, I just do a planner. And then she was like, what the, what's the worst that can happen? I was like, sour. I remember it was like December. Then I was like, let me go think over it during December when I'm out of town in Ukambani. Mm-hmm. Come January, I will sit down and I will sketch something. I sat down, I sketched something with the help of my cousin because my cousin is also an interior designer. Okay, I did all the work. But she was trying to get me, okay, put the lines over here. The measurements are like this. So I did everything. So I remember the first time we were meeting in town to go do the printout at the sites for River Road. And I had gone with him. So because I sent for him the sample, then he was like, even when I was sending the sample, he's like, are you the one who did this yourself? I'm like, yeah, sit, sit." just with your guidance, you know? Then he's like, are you sure? I'm like, who else can help me? So then now we went, designed the whole thing, the cover and everything. So on printing, and I'm seeing it at the first thing, he's like, hey. I think you have designing skills. If you did this alone, I'm like, yeah. Even me, I was shocked at myself. Then I remember telling him, you know, I did th- this as a joke, and he's like, eh, hey, this is a joke. Zagos lit? And I'm like, sí, <laughs> okay, see, see, okay. see, see. It's beautiful. So that's also something I've started just out of boredom and out of maybe someone challenging me to do something. Also this podcast. This podcast was also mm-hmm. I said it with a friend before, then we separated ways. And then I decided, let me pick it up myself. Rebranded, and now doing it myself. Just like that. I do one podcast at a time. With no pressure, by the way. I'm like, you people, me. Until he starts giving me money, that's when pressure will come. But now... But the consistency <laughs> comes before the money. You know, It's not the other way around. It's the consistency, then I, the money. I know, but I'm like... We too. need to start saying stuff like, yeah, please... Um, Sponsor the podcast. Yes. We'd love to have you sponsor, sponsor the podcast. Sponsor the podcast and all that. You have a topic. Yes, You we'll know. You yeah. need to start creating content. I told you know, I need a marketing okay, person. Okay, like a marketing person, yeah. This is <laughs> why I told you I need you. That's <laughs> why I was like, I told Madam Kassibe there, I need a marketing person on my side to help me figure these things out. So also with the podcast, it's just like that, like that, like that. Um my Spotify wrapped for last year. i um, I have like 570 subscribers. I'm like, "Eh, where did all this fall come from?" Me, I just talk. And I'm like, actually, people are actually listening to they me. Yeah. Even the community is really grown. I know. My community that. on Instagram, yeah, on WhatsApp. Yes, and even when you're doing like, uh, again, thinking like a marketer, when you're like having a card, like a red card for the podcast, mm. that's a part of your numbers. Your community are part of your numbers. I know, I yeah. know. Monam Kasi, we need a meeting. <laughs> you need, I need to pay you for these services. We need to have a meeting. This is okay. now, for, now we are drifting out of topic. Oh, uh, oh, Well, that's also one of the things that inspired my entrepreneurial journey. It's just COVID, and I decided, let me take the leap of faith and let me do this thing. Yeah, well, I keep on telling myself, what's the worst that can happen? There's nothing. Let me just do it. Yeah, then the results will I come. I think that's a good question for an overthinker. I can draw up like a a list of the worst thing that can happen. Uh, there's nothing that <laughs> can those, I don't <laughs> think that's a good... Ask me, oh, what's the worst that can happen? Like, I don't think anyone has ever motiva- motivated me with that question. Really? I have never motivated myself with that question. It really motivates me. Every time wow. even, I'm like... What's the worst thing that can happen? You know, there are people say, oh, if you fall down, what's the worst thing that can happen? I can injure my leg. My clothes could get muddy, could get ripped. People would laugh. Somebody would record it. I would be trending ah. on TikTok. Like, it's a whole list of things. I could even end up on a newspaper just for really? falling down. You want to tell me what's the I worst thing I don't overthink happen? things. <laughs> even when I'm posting things on Instagram, or like that day when I posted the post on LinkedIn, Yes. I just say, let me just post it. I can edit. I oh, yeah only post. It. I'm talking about corrections and i be later. Nisha post. Let's yeah, go. Okay, I get leave. that. Because I'm like, if I start sitting, and now not thinking, okay, so where was I supposed to tag her? Well, That's when I tagged her, and I was like, uh, I can't even think. My head is saturated. Yeah. I need to leave the house, but the goal is I need to post this thing before I leave. If any corrections come, we edit this that thing. makes sense. Yeah. So I usually IS just say, tell no, myself. No, we have two different eyes. Yeah, I usually tell myself. As long as it can be edited, let me tell you. Because in the beginning, I was overthinking a lot. Before I post something, I'm like, I even sent people, should I post this? Where should I edit? Should I, like, oh is yeah. it okay? These days, eh, hey, eh, my friend. Time, time is moving. I think cause so also I it's post. yours. Yeah, It's your work. Yeah. Now imagine all the clients' work I have to do, and they all have to the drafts have to go through the clients mm. before they are approved. Mm. So technically, I'm used to processes oh, of approval. Oh, okay, okay. So I can't just, I know the worst that can happen. Like, oh, if yeah. I post for a company <laughs> something, and then, you know, because mm. even, like, the other day with the Quambox the video and yeah. little stream, like, there is a worst that can happen. Yeah. It's no joke. Yes, yes. So now, yes. imagine now in my in my space, Yeah, it's, it's a whole list yeah yeah it makes sense it mm-hmm. makes sense but there are some things that I specifically can't talk about because I'm like I don't know yeah I just don't want to go there because I don't know how people will perceive it so no like it's like no it yeah sense. yeah yeah so then what has been your highest high in entrepreneurship and what has been your lowest lows my highest high or highest high is that grammatically correct. <laughs> anyway (laughs) so my high has been um just being here Mm. it's the fact that people you know i always think about people people who we studied with or people who've known me from back then they're like how did you even end up here oh my god i get that question a lot yes i don't think people get it where we are coming from like i had to self-teach myself everything marketing related and everything communications related Mm. so just thinking from the get-go from the first client that trusted me with work Mm. to the second to the third Mm. and even these days when I sit in meetings Mm. and somebody just said oh I love how you come up with creative ideas Mm. I have to ask myself my god how do I even come up with creative ideas because this I did engineering just you know, yeah, true. So it's just like something true. that you've done, and it's just it still amazes me. And I love the fact that it amazes me. So, my highest highs are just always working with campaigns because I've worked with like a variety of clients mm. from the inclusion space, mm. the advocacy, music, career. I've told you this like, I've worked with yeah, quite fashion yeah. and beauty, yeah, accelerator programs, yeah. even trainings with yeah. Amref, and I've just really loved working with everyone and my highest are always somebody trusting me and giving me feedback afterwards Mm. that feedback that they're like oh yeah you did a great job on this and i'm like wow Mm. i am still actually capable so it's the fact that i am i was capable of the teaching myself and then now being able to actually make a living out of it to be able to earn and do all these other projects from the, you know, when you s- when I sat down one time and I thought, this is the only way I actually make money. Mm. I didn't know this was the, only <laughs> <laughs> you know, it didn't register. This is the yeah. only way that I actually make money. So mm. business is actually making you money. Mm. You didn't think I was like I really didn't. I, I started gauging my lifestyle. So everything that I do is my money, and there's only one way I'm making this money. Mm. That means we are actually doing well. Mm. So those were like really. Those ones for me are usually like my highest highs Mm. and also working across Africa because Mm. I've worked in different countries in Africa and I really enjoy working with people from other countries. Mm. So it's always such a pleasure. So those are the highs. Mm. My lowest? Lows. I always when a client doesn't pay Hmm. when they don't pay. (laughs) I'm like, when they don't pay, what do you mean you're not paying? They're like, yeah, I'm not paying. I'm like, what? They're saying, oh, you know, this clause at the contract. Sometimes, you know, I don't know. I don't think it was overlooking or this was, I don't know. They said there's this clause in the contract, so I'm not going to pay. And I think when I started off also, I didn't want to drag uh, issues also because you don't want to drag your name. You just started mm. and you still need to build your portfolio mm. and stuff like that. But I think like the last two years has been better. I don't think I've had any, mm. you know, very problematic like issues in that yeah. aspect, yeah. But again, also like the 1001 corrections and drafts, those are daily <laughs> challenges. <laughs> oh. I'm like, Yeah, you come up with the idea, they're like, No, 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 uh-huh. you have to go back. Okay, yeah, so it's using a lot of your brain. Oh, wow! Well. I can load, only imagine a lot, can only and imagine. you cannot copy paste yes. ideas because maybe they're in different markets. They have mm. different audiences. Yeah, how will your audience receive? And it's also I usually tell mm. people social media is not social. This this thing, understanding your audience, is a lot of work. <sighs> you know, some yes. people just post because of the sake of posting. But for me, I usually go back and see, okay, what are they liking? What are they gravitating towards? Okay, how can I curate content towards that? Eh by the time you're thinking yeah. about that, you're like, eh, this is a lot of work. It's true. And you know the worst part is, when you now you have the knowledge, it could be they're gravitating to something, not because there's actually something there. Mm. So you have to do A-B testing. Yes. You have to test. Yes. And imagine having to test every post and every topic. I know. Eh? <laughs> hey. And then you get much. so disappointed. not because yeah. it's for me it's just me and myself. So I report to myself. Yeah, So sometimes you're your I'm own like, boss. I'm like, okay, so what did I do wrong? But these days I don't even I don't even stress myself. I'm like, okay. I'll understand you people a bit more than the next one. The one you will like, I will utilize that one till you get tired of yeah. it, yeah. So that's also what I'm trying to do. So what has been my highest high? My highest high I think happened I think Oh, man, it's says 2021, 2022, 2020, wait, 2024. Yeah, I mean 2024. So for me, the, f- the first two years was building my brand. Just building it, building it, building it, and building my brand, which also takes a lot of work. And because now you're building and there's no money coming in, so it's you pushing out a lot of money. Yes. So that has been like my lowest lows. But it's not lowest lows because it brings fruits at the end. Mm-hmm. So my highest highs, I think my company started picking up the beginning of last year, when someone says, oh, it's the financial Fitbit. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm actually yeah. being known outside there. Yeah. Oh, Get Your Back Right podcast. Oh, I listen to it and all those things. And people stopping me from the street and telling me... Sometimes I'm like, okay. Sometimes when people like look at me, these days I'm like, okay, is it that because you've seen my face somewhere or something? Because I'm also like, I've tried to maintain that balance. So also when people recognize me in rooms, And also when I talk about my podcast and people are appreciative of it, Mm -hmm. they say you're doing a good job. So that has been my highest highs. And also now the monetary value that it's bringing. It's bringing also for the podcast. I was in a meeting, I think, this last week. And, yeah, this last week, yeah. I think on Wednesday, yeah. I was in a meeting. And let me tell you, I could not even introduce myself. So the guy was like, yeah, I know. Your face, it's familiar. I love what you do. And I was like, wow. Wow, let me just I was like, okay, I'm not going to introduce myself. I wish now this I was like now it's actually making sense. Yes, it is. Which is also exhausting. Yeah. So my it's it's come it's it's coming up, so that has been my highs. My lowest is when do I have any low? I don't think I have low, low when I'm saying to do low low until the ground. (laughs) I think my lows have low, low is underground, six feet. I I don't think I have I have experienced that at the moment. Yeah. Maybe I can see my lowest lows when I was building the brand and no monetary value was being brought mm-hmm. in. For the podcast, I think it's still I'm still yet to monetize it. But I'm I'm actually looking. One of my goals this year was to monetize the podcast. I think one of the things I've told myself and I've been telling people around me, a, it's high time I'm paying for my value. Even yeah. people coming to my community group on WhatsApp, I'm like, you will come, you will teach, you will pay. Yes. You're not using my audience. I'm not building an audience and you just come and like, ah, can we ha-? I'm like, no. We can sit down. We can discuss. True, sure, sure. People will pay for their service. It's too. true. If people want to pay well and good, if they don't want to pay, there's YouTube. There are other social media people mm. you can listen to mm-hmm. because I've, I was also telling myself, I've reached a point where I've built this brand and it's high time I now get the value out of it. Yeah. Sure. That's nice. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like this was a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I charge. I charge. People <laughs> well, are now charging for their time and for their ears to listen. I know, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So, who are some of the women who have assisted, guided you, or held your hand through this journey? Oh, wow. Wow. I think for me, when I started, when I was in campus, I think, first of all, it would have to be like my best friend. Because mm. she used to... I used to do branding. So I used to do printings Mm. uh, of hoodies and t shirts. Mm. So when I do marketing, I do the whole holistic aspect of marketing and branding. Marketing, and then I do event marketing. Oh my God, which I do a lot. I remember when I was showing you the pictures, Mm. Uh, a lot of event marketing. So I also used to cover the branding aspect. Mm. So that used to add an extra coin. So my best friend used to take me to places where I can actually find the t shirts, brand the t shirts. How to like do the pricings and all that. So she used to guide me through the whole process mm. free of charge. She didn't ask for a dime. As a matter of fact, she was the one pushing me, and I was like, "I'm done. Like we've already seen two places." She's like, no, "No, no, 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 Let's go and see another one. They could have a better rate. Let's go." Mm. I'm like, "How do you even? I'm tired, and it's my business. <laughs> I need to go back home. No, I can't do this anymore." She's like, "No, no, no. So we, I also used to do the printing of banner." And also the 3D printings, mm. uh, for like the actual physical 3D printings. It used to be really great, by the way, because I love marketing and the whole aspect of branding. Mm. So I think, yeah, so she was the first person that I would say a huge shout-out to. Mm. And then my clientele have been heavily women mm. throughout the whole five years of six years of my career. So it's just good to see, like, almost every person who has given me opportunity has been a woman. Mm. So if I start name-dropping, maybe most people would not want to be name-dropped. Yeah, that's but true. then, yeah, so most of my clients, like, a huge shout-out, and I'm so grateful mm. to each and every one of them for giving me the opportunity mm. so, and actually even believing in my capabilities and mm. even giving me recommendations. It's been quite fantastic. Still projects, we still do projects with them, and even mm. the people that even I reach out to do projects with are still within my circles. Yeah, yeah. In my mom, I remember that time I used to have physical events right before COVID, and she used to sponsor a few people to actually attend the oh, event. Wow, right? Wow, right? Yeah, that's I know. So nice. Of course, even if I was to do an event today, I was to call her to sponsor. <laughs> sponsor at least five <laughs> not, because, not because of anything. I feel like I'm those people who love to see the support, even when I can afford it. Mm. You know, like those people who like to be given something, even when they can afford mm. it to get it. So it's just that kind of support that really encouraged and motivated me to continue going. Mm. And my siblings, of course, like my elder sister, very wise. She's been in the entrepreneurial journey for a while. So she mm. had quite a bunch of experience before I even joined, mm. and I think she's more of the entrepreneurial, spirited one. Mm. I am more of the calculated risk kind of person. Mm. So my entrepreneurial journey is very calculated. Mm. Uh, whenever I do a lot of things, so for her, it just has been so nice to see her like guide me through the whole process mm. and the whole aspect. And I think just all the women that we watch, you know, you can't. They say you cannot achieve something that you haven't seen. Yeah, that's Fortunately, true. there are people who have achieved something they hadn't seen before. So those are the people that are creating room for us who need to see mm. to achieve. Mm-kay. And I think that's the correct. Big okay. deal for me. Okay. For me, the women. Oh. I think first and foremost, I can say Mama Bima. Yes. Mama Bima has held my hand. You know, Mama Bima has held my hand from the time I started. From the th- time I was like, okay, let me just start this thing. And then she was like, she kept me accountable. Because I think when you are starting, there's that self-doubt. You're like, hey, will people, you know, mm. um, no one even knows me. You know, yeah. that time when I didn't even have an Instagram page, I hadn't even registered. So I'm telling her this idea. And I think that time she had just started hers. So, and I'm like, hey. Will, and she's like, just do it, just do it. Okay, me, if you tell me just do it, me, I'll be like, okay, fine. So it's for calling me and telling me, have you, have done, you it? done it? Have you opened? Have you done this? Have you posted? Have you needed? Nah. Uh, so her, she's been the biggest one, the biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And the fun fact is that she was also my boss when I started first day into oh, employment. Yeah. Like she was my boss. So sometimes she's like, wait me? I saw this capability from you, from Kitambu, when you are straight out of uni. So that's why I've also been pushing, pushing you all along. So for me, she's been like my person who has pushed me and to also enabled me to do things. Sometimes I just tell her things. I'm like, oh, I want to do this. Then she's like, okay. Then two months, she's like, or one month. i "Did like, you do whatever you said you're going to do, you know? So I just tell her things just for the accountability the aspect. Pa- aspect that I know that you will ask me and you'll ask me those hard questions, not at a sugar coating. This one's for, okay. Sasa, mm. Why haven't you done? Okay, then why? Uh-huh, money. You know, those questions are like yeah. introspective and asking you like the right questions and the hard questions. So for her, for me, she has been the biggest one. The second one is my followers who are majority women. Some of them we've yes. built those relationships on, on DMs. Some of, we are even like sisters, we even sometimes even recommending, I see our followers bought a perfume, I'm like, oh, even we have bought that perfume, you know, (laughs) you know, and sometimes we're like, oh, these days Arabian perfumes are so affordable, you know, we even have those, those discussions, and I'm like, so also my followers who are women who have also inspired me, and also the community have built, and also my friends, so majority of my friends are entrepreneurs uh majority like my close friends i think i think i usually say like only two of them who are employed so most of them are entrepreneurs so it's those conversations we have over coffee dates or when we're hanging out every quarter and we talk about our struggles and we're like it's hard it's hard so you know even you have stories to relate with the money i couldn't relate to their stories because me i was the employed one now we have even we can talk about you know which contract are you using? So you sent for me your draft contract. Does it have this clause and all those oh things? Oh my god, yes. Yes. <laughs> so we have those conversations, and yeah, and they make sense, and they're also enjoyable. So those are the people who I can see that have impacted my business. Yes. So then, what are some of the lessons that you've learned from other women? I feel like the first one would be it's possible. Mm. It really is possible. Mm. Whatever it is that you are thinking about, mm. it's possible. On the positive, guys, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> it's it possible. Is. So, whatever it is, like, you can. I feel, you know, that statement of you're the only one who's limiting yourself. Oh, that is so true. I don't even think, you know, when people hear, I feel like it's, it becomes such a buzz phrase like, you're the only that one who so can limit true. yourself. But are we really talking about our limits and how we are limiting ourselves and Mm. why we are even limiting ourselves? Mm. The fact that now we actually have those conversations Mm. during vision board parties, Mm. you're talking about why are you limiting yourself? Why Mm. do you think... Like the way you're talking about valuing yourself more, Mm. how can you do that? Because you're not valuing yourself more is you limiting yourself. So Mm. do you understand why you're not limiting yourself? Mm. So it's just that it's possible aspect for me that I have learned from other women It's just so profound. Mm. It's like, yes, it's possible. So even when I choose, because it's a choice, Mm. for me not to make it and achieve it, then it's my choice Mm. that I have made. Um, And I think the other one is support. I feel like the way people like the old narrative, I like to call it an old narrative, that all women are the biggest people who are holding each other down or th- your mm. a fellow woman will be the one to bring you down i feel like for me it's the opposite mm. i feel like the biggest supporters are mm. women mm. and just that's the lesson that i have learned how to be able to relate with women nurture women mm. you know, support and grow them and even partner mm. on projects making mm. everything so seamless yeah that's true yes and i think that's that's like one of the biggest lessons most of the time if you ask a woman like how did you make it, who are you going to mention? Like the people that she would mention are most probably fellow women. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's just like yeah. huge, huge like yeah, yeah, biggest biggest lesson. Yeah. yeah. And invest in, in yourself. Oh, that's the biggest invest one. invest in that's yourself. That's the biggest one. Always invest in yourself. Take the extra cause. If you wanna go to the gym, go to the gym. Mm. Um, spend money on that cause. Uh, attend that event, mm. network, and shoot your short. I think this one I learned from Just Ivy, uh, Mani- Monday Queen. Oh, yeah. Yes, Just Ivy Africa. Mm. So always, she said, always ask for opportunities. How will they know that you need? You can yeah. do that thing if you don't tell them, hey, you've given that's me this, true. but I would like this more because I'm capable of doing oh, this more. And true. even when they're, you have seen a company that you'd like to work with, mm. reach out to them and be like, hey, I'd love to work with you. Give me this opportunity. These are my credentials, and Mm. this is what I have done, and this is my Mm. portfolio. Yeah. So always like be on the ask. Like ask people if there are people that you'd like to work with in companies. Ask for the opportunity. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? I usually say that. that. (laughs) Me, I'm I'm usually for those those like you should see. I reach out. Like sometimes people ask me, where do I get most of my podcast hosts? Some people I don't even know. I just see. Like you, uh, we had never interacted. Yes, we had And I was like, hmm. Send email. Yeah. Me, I'm like, I will send. Whether you respond, if you don't I respond, want, yes. that's fine. But then if you don't respond, I send a follow-up. If you don't respond, the follow-up, I'm like, this one, cancel. Next. It's like, it's a yeah. next pipeline, next yeah. pipeline like that. So these days, I also don't overthink. And I'm always asking for opportunities. Yes. I put myself out there. That's even why these days, even you see on my Instagram, I have photos of myself. I saw that. Um, and I was like... For oh, the longest time, the you have told me to put photos of myself. You have Yes. Like, me, my photos. There, why? It's so hard. You remember I was telling you, it's yes. so hard. It's really hard. I was like... Very, no, very hard. No, 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 no. Even Actually, on my I'm, brand, I didn't have them. Yes. I didn't have photos of myself. Even you would me. find photos of myself... On my personal account, yes, I was also I was also on that time. I was like, why would I put photo? It's the financial fit. People just know it. And someone told me, okay, so how mm. Nasura, the financial fit bit is who? It is you. Yeah, take a is. photo, put a photo. So I've been challenged to put my photo out there. I'm even having another photo shoot every quarter. Nice, because it's something like someone has told me, like, let's just take the photo shoot then we'll see the value out of it later. later if so. there's no value then now, you'll consider not taking photos. And the moment you put your photos out there, people interact with you. No people know who they are talking to. You put yourself out there, put videos and all that. So it's more about, I think also, I'm digressing from the point, I think <coughs> what I've learned from women is also to put yourself out there and not to be shy to put yourself, put your face out there and just carry your brand Yeah. But it's doable. But it's really also depending on brand values. And yes. Not everybody, not every brand can put their face out there. Yeah, that's true. Yes. That's true. Okay. Uh, if you were to choose an investment type for yourself and business, what will it be and why? Social capital, professionally, financially, and opportunities. Wow like that question is really dependent on the stage you are in business mm. right mm. because again as you've mentioned investment is of different forms yes we have the financial we have yes. the social um, we have the what is it the other one um, professional yes in terms of opportunities educational mm. investment I feel like for now for myself I'm in the educational investment aspect. Mm but heavily for myself. Like, I know right now that is what I need, right? But if I was to pick one for, like, my business, I would choose um, the social. I really want to build a sustainable network where if I have, yeah, if I have ideas, Mm. because God Almighty is almost like a curse, like, I'm buzzing with ideas. Mm. So whenever I have an idea, I want people who are able and capable, mm. you know, willing, able, and capable to come on board. Because sometimes you, you have a great idea, your friend or your partner mm. in, in businesses, it's a great idea, or like a friend who would like to do that with you, a fellow entrepreneur, but they're not capable mm. at that point. Mm. They don't have the time or whatever aspect. So for me now, I feel like I'm at that space where I need, or I am building a social capital for my business. Mm. So that it's able to grow that network. So like maybe... Two years down the line, like we have a whole—I don't know—six months worth of project mm. that is fully funded because we all came together and we all went Dutch mm. on the on the creative idea. Mm. Yes. Wow, I think I'm the same. The social—it's important. I think I think that's also what I'm looking at at the moment. Yeah, I said it last year, and now it's picking. So even in every community, I have different aspects. I'm like, what value can I give these people? You mm. know. So that they're just not there, but they are getting something out of me from that. So that c- they can also impact their lives and impact their families through financial literacy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've come to the end of the session. This has been an insightful session. So let's yeah. play a game. So that Another one. We can Another one, thank you. <laughs> we can we can we can we can cool down. It's been like a therapy session. It has been. But that's just entrepreneurship though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. But if you were to I saw this question in another podcast. Like if you were to go back, if you got an opportunity to go back to employment, would you? Yes, I would, but in a totally different field. Mm, Nothing to do with finance and investing. But if if it inhabited your the growth of financial Fitbit? Um hmm, I don't think No, I don't think it would. I don't think it's... W- no, if, the, if, the, if, the, if the, the contract was, like, oh, inhibiting the growth okay, of financial... okay, 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 fine, fine, fine. It makes sense. So would I? I don't think I would. I don't think I would. But it's something I'm looking to, to go back to employment, mostly because I feel like I've saturated my mind with so much finance. Mm-hmm. I can do this finance and investing even when I'm sleeping, even when I'm working. Like it's something like I can do without any effort, but you see, at some point it becomes so monotonous because also finance doesn't change. It's the same thing, same concept, same. You just have to know how to analyze the concepts to meet a certain demographic or a certain period of time. So that is the same. So it becomes so monotonous, monotonous. You even get tired of it. Mm. So for me, I'm looking to maybe because also with uh, developing the financial the financial Fitbit, the podcast it has made me, and also doing the journal, it has made me know that I'm also a creative, you yeah. know I have these creative ideas which I even sometimes my sister is in Impact Investing and sometimes she's like, she's doing a proposal and she's like so how can I craft this and I'm like just to put this, this there, 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 she's like wow, do you know you also ha-? and you know even sometimes I do it like, I'm just telling you just do this, and she's like yani can I ni kamas Kama nikituwa like you've done it yes. so out of without even think, thinking, you know. So I started asking myself, how can I cultivate that side of my brain? Yeah, because it's something that if I didn't go into this uh, entrepreneurial journey of the financial fitbit, I wouldn't have realized that I have that side. Mm. I'll have just been like me, me, me turn to a cowarder, me missing a creative mind, you know. But even now, when no I'm now. Does. Yeah, but now you see this has br- sparked up something else that even I'm even me. Sometimes I'm like, hmm, hmm, is it me? Is it is it me? You know, I'm even shocked at myself. Am I the yeah, problem? Um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So if it's something going back to employment, maybe to utilize that side, yeah. Mm. But also to have processes that this 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 other side still continues because it's what I love doing. Yeah. Okay. So the question we're going to I'm going to ask is, where do you want to live when you retire? At the coast, definitely at the coast. Hey Monam you know? Kasi, you need a new place. You can't be from the coast. But I'm in Nairobi. Am I not in Nairobi right now? <laughs> <laughs> when I am done with this hassle and bustle, I want to go back. <laughs> Somebody should just take me I, I, home. I, That's I thought I was I going to. to ask you a difficult question. You're like, at the coast? No, at the coast. Honey, why would I ever choose? No, I don't mind having like an apartment in Nairobi, right? But I, mm. when it's all said and done, now you see. Sometimes we have to ask ourselves: I have an apartment in Nairobi. When I die, where will they bury me? <laughs> in Nairobi, where somebody will come and excavate and start building again? Now you over- I'm over. I told you. Things. What's the worst that can happen? I have a list. You, you're overthinking. <laughs> <laughs> My list of what's the worst that can happen. Just take me back home. Ah, okay, okay. Me, I'll, I'll want to, I'll want to retire outside Nairobi, and not in Okambani, because 'cause I'm from no. Oh, where you, where I where? want to retire outside somewhere like Limuru, you know, Kikuyu. It's just here. Yeah. You said next outside le- Nairobi, not the outcast. Oh, okay, out, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I meant that the outcasts yes. of Nairobi. Yes, but not inside Nairobi. I feel like Nairobi is just because I've been born, bred. I now living. I'm now tired of this. The way I see it, right? Like ten years from now, that Kikuyu. Limuru, it will just look like Nairobi. Oh, it will uh, just be Nairobi. Oh, basically. please, no, no. Then I'll look for another place that is now not Nairobi. You just start extending Kidogo like yeah. this. 10 kilometers. 10 yeah. kilometers. Yeah. I, I don't want Nairobi. Nairobi is just too hectic. It's just it's just a fast moving city. It's a city. And it's so expensive in this Nairobi. And everyone is just on a rush. I don't know where we are rushing to. And there's no fresh air. Yeah. So I want somewhere where. Akuna buildings. kuna tuma. Small mansionettes, yeah. Akuna cement the expressway. No, I need to see the trees. The expressway was the just chilling, <laughs> the birds and the Expressway was just chilling. <laughs> okay, wow. So then the last question is, what will you want to be remembered for? Did I come up with that question? No, right? Mm. No. What does it I knew mm. it. Mm. I've, I've just picked it. One. For me, I just want to be remembered. To live life, to have lived life. Mm. That is just, I was, I want to be remembered as the person that I am. Mm. Kind, bubbly, loves flowers, would not miss mm. a chance of buying flowers, would love, you know, an outing on the sun. The person who travels and they travel, they go up and down, they visit every single thing in the new city. Like, I just want to be remembered mm. for me. Oh, wow. Wow. Not necessarily what I did or whatever, just for me Mm. as a person, as the person that I am. It would be sad because there wouldn't be so many people who would know that because I don't have such a big uh, circle and I don't think it's sad, but it's just just what I want to be. The ones that matter. It's just everybody matters. (laughs) It's just, I feel like that's what, that is how I would like to be remembered for me. Like the choices that I made Mm. were mine. Mm. And I didn't like, I'm not those people who you see those things that say, it, if you miss somebody, call them. If you do this, I follow that. Like, so I would not be that person who would wait and oh, let appreciate an yeah. them by. Yeah. Oh, same. Like, oh. I love hard. I do all those crazy oh, things. Oh, same, 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 same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just how I would like to be remembered. I think, same here. I think the same concept with you, that's the same answer I will give right now. You will have asked me these questions <laughs> two years ago, I'll be like, you know, I want to be remembered for the lady who has promoted financial literacy content. Oh, who has, a, but no. we will remember you yes, for that too. Yes, like I will have put so much monetary, you know, everything in it, and not forgetting about myself, you know. Yes. So these days, I'm like, I just want to be remembered for me, yes, like me myself, are, yeah. who I am, and how I've impacted someone's life. That's mm-hmm. it because yeah. you're not your work at the end of the day yeah that's true those labels oh my god you will know that when you retire ah oh, tell me about it those phone I calls know. will stop ringing those referrals will die you won't even need them <sighs> that's the worst part you won't even need them it'll just be you and your trees and your house and your couches and your yes. tv and all the assets you acquired I'm amen. plenty of assets that you Yes. Have. especially yes. the house by the beach amen hey amen <laughs> the farm in limuru with the tea and fresh air amen okay yeah. okay so this has been an insightful episode thank you so much monam kasi for having you on board you people will hear monam kasi's voice throughout the next couple of episodes because she is my new marketing consultant you know and, and paid we-, <laughs> we are going to pay her we are going to pay her And we're working on a campaign together and she's helping me with a podcast. So Mm. you'll see, you'll hear her voice more frequently in the coming episodes. So thank you for joining, hoping on into this episode. I hope our listeners have learned one or two things about ourselves and and our entrepreneurial journey. Yes. Yes. So until the next time, my name is Lynette, helping you get your bag right. Oh, my name is, I'm supposed to say my name as yes, well. Yes, you can say your great, name. Wait, 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 wait. My name is Monamkasi, Monamkasi Juma. We are open to partnerships and collaboration. this particular year. Yes, yes. earlier you, you guys start sponsoring financial feedback content. the Alia, she starts paying me and we would really appreciate that. So yeah, Amen. it's been good having you. Cheers. Bye.